against this right back, Charlie. Definitely. Deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. Come on, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> There's the noise that I can run I mean, with an intro like that, what more can I say? As the big man just said there, people deluded, I'm back again. One love to those of you tuned in on YouTube or Twitch. <coughs> Apologies, people. Um, so, yeah, man, I hope you're doing well and safe. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and, of course, good night. With it being the second day of the week, third if you're counting Sunday, I hope you're all in good health and your loved ones are as well. And I hope where you lot are concerned, you know, your personal and private lives are, you know, heading in the right direction. As usual, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and where obviously it applies, good night, man. Any talking points, feel no sort of way about getting them in, people. You lot make the platform. Anyone, what man said, anyone watch Ozark any good? I've watched it. It's bloody fantastic. Slow burner, but bloody fantastic. What am I watching at the moment? I'm watching something on Netflix. What's it called, man? I'm late to the party. It's like I can't remember, but it's like it's like about dreams and all of that sort of stuff. I can't, I, it's not called The Watcher. I don't know what it's called, man, but I know someone knows it's lit anyways. Like they got nightmares and dreams. It's not gonna make no sense, but yeah, it's a serious series, man. I've been trying to bang it out. Some people want to watch it with me, so I can't really do what i need to do in that regard smash the like button people but yeah man justin what justlin what have you said loving the links to these big names as we're charging to champions league i hope so but where the champions league is concerned whether where where mudra jao felix uh malinkovic savage locatelli zanolio and the rest of them the dream is free the hustle is sold separately we need to get the bellingham even now you know rise the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. I'd love all of these players. I really would. But you got to pay top dollar. You have to get Champions League football to be able to afford that. So, yeah, man, while it's just, you know, it's nice to see us linked with these names. Even Osman's agents come out and said something. It's a different story whether we're going to sign people. Again, it's not been done yet, people. But tomorrow I'll be watching, I think, 15 minutes before kickoff. It's 8.15 kickoff, so 8 o'clock. I'll be watching Spurs versus Man United with you. At this moment in time... In a good way, there probably won't be a PSV or Arsenal PSV watch along, people. Again, you will stay tuned, you'll be updated in due course in it, people. It's nothing stressed. It's yeah, man. I think the players look tired. They should be, man. There's been beer games and there's more to come, man. What about Declan Rice? If we get top four, we can get him and for cheap because his contract is running out and he's prem proven again. He's still going to cost top dollar. If you can, why not? Who wouldn't turn down Declan Rice? But for the sort of player he is, I mean, it's not in a disrespectful way because I like Rice. For the money, even with 
his contract running down and last summer, probably if he doesn't sign a new deal, the last one for West Ham to kind of get their act together. If we did it, I wouldn't care. But just for his skill set, which is primarily winning a ball first in midfield and anything you do is second, I think I'd want to really splash that on more guys that are more likely to score goals, get assists, get people out of their seats, really. I think we need some players with a bit of stardust and X Factor, not saying some players haven't got that already. So, yeah, you know, if you've got Declan Rice, who's a box-to-box midfielder, somewhat more of a reserved ball-winning midfielder, you could say just a six more than an eight. I'd rather splash the cast on an eight than a six, really, if that makes sense, man. Nevers or Declan Rice. Nevers be cheap. I'd rather Declan Rice because I think, uh, in terms of players... It's lit, but I think Nevers would still be expensive, but he'd be a bit cheaper. But, uh, yeah, I would like Declan Rice, really. Man, him and Eddie uh, Nketiah can bless the beef. But, yeah, man, Rice, uh, Nevers is probably cheaper. I'm loving all the pun- pundits writing us off. I still think City will run away. They have the Terminator up front. It's true, Mark. But, I, as I said yesterday, F what they think. Like, whether they rate Arsenal or don't rate Arsenal, they're not our fan. They're not Arsenal fans. They're not Arsenal players. They're not connected to the club. Forget what they say. Let them write their headlines, man. They can write us up. They write us off. They can big us up to be the next league challenges and fight in City. I personally, anyone can, you lot free to do you want, but I don't care. They don't even believe half the things they say. The media don't have integrity. Their point is all they want is engagement. So, yeah, that's it, man. Anyone that can help us win titles, I hope so, bro. Big up yourself, Marcel. Big up, DJ. I can't lie. I could see Felix at Arsenal. I think he would cook. I've always rated him very highly, but I think he made a bad move by going to Atletico based on how they're playing, wasting his talent. Money talks in it, and obviously he's a, an attacking footballer. So if you go and play under a different dynamic defending and stuff, it should make you slightly more of an all-round player. But I agree with what you're saying. Like, how can I def- Respectfully, because Griezmann was doing things at, at, at Atletico and Simeone's won stuff, but for a defensive primary coach, how can an attacking primary player really thrive and you know there's rumours of going back to Portugal he's linked with Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, George Mendes is his agent that's probably where beyond the obvious the Arsenal rumours come from obviously same agent as Fabio Vieira since Edu's walked in the door we've been getting a bit cosier with Kaya Jarupkin, with George Mendes and maybe even a couple of others really shout out Jason and one love to the Twitch folk out there man without you lot it wouldn't be the same man Nevers will be 26 and have 12 months left on his next on his contract next summer. 30 million should do it. Could do, or they you never know. Felix is a risk and not guaranteed to succeed at Arsenal. Just look at Darwin Nunes. I've no signings guaranteed to succeed, even if pause, bad man. Don't do that. But yeah, no one's likely to have success at Arsenal or any club, really. Every signing is a risk, whether you spent a million or two. As long as Arsenal have done their scouting and due diligence, every player is a risk, you know. And we've been here before, you know, with Pepe and things like that. So every signing's a risk. And for Nunes, I don't know if he'll hit the heights of those before him, but I think he'll work out. I hope not. But I think he'll work out at Liverpool. He needs to improve his decision-making in the final third, and he is raw. Um, but he's doing all the right things apart from scoring. And even with Darwin Nunes, if Liverpool looked at it, which they should have, you know, only 18 months ago, he was kind of rubbed at Almeria. He had a fantastic spell at Benfica. Potentially, Liverpool bought him too early because he has to learn the tricks and trades of his game. Salah went and learned, got better at Liverpool, but he, he was at Fiorentina. He was doing a couple other things. Mane did what he needed to do at Southampton. Jota's not quite in them, land, them man's level, but there was a certain experience factor he came with after when he joined Liverpool from Wolves. So every signing's a risk, bro. Whether they're signed for two million or ten, you know, Marie was a risk. It didn't work out. William was free, excluding the wages. It was a risk. Didn't work out. Pepe was a risk. Martinelli, in essence, is a risk. It worked out. I would love for us to get Frankie De Jong. That's the one player we ain't been linked to that as of yet, people. But yeah, man, 
I'm glad we're not favouring people's eyes. Just keep winning Arsenal. Bro, all I care about is Arsenal getting back in Champions League. Anything that happens beyond that is great. Any other talking points is great. All I, I, I love the talk around, you know, fighting City because it's better than, you know, are we going to get fourth and all these problems. But I, I, don't, I don't know why Arsenal fans are a bit insecure. I'm not going to lie, man. The media, you know they don't like us. So why are we always rushing to prove them to try and to try and slate them and things? If you know someone don't like you and they're never going to rate you, it's a me, it's me. Ivan Tony may be a smarter buy for cheaper and has Premier League experience. Ah, well, yeah, but then Jao Felix, I'd rather take the risk if I'm honest with you. I wouldn't quite say smarter. But yeah, you are right. There's a lot you'd have to adapt. Players look tired, bro. That's worrying signs. Afraid we're going to drop points in upcoming games. Well, we're not going to win every game to the end of time. I expect them to be tired. There's been nine, ten games which have been physically draining every game. You know, Liverpool took high energy levels. Spurs did, as did Brentford, even though we but we brushed them aside, really, as did the, you know, Leeds. It should happen. You know, we've had the Europa League where we've had to play stronger sides because of we whether we don't have a squad or that's what Arteta wants to go with. This is what comes with it. You know, Liverpool, when they were fighting for titles, they should be tired. You think them City man, for all their depth, they're not tired. Of course, there's physics, there's, there's issues in that regard. We're going to have to get on with it, really. Simple as that. I would take Lamar, Lemay, I can't say his name, Kai, but I would take him from Leipzig. Shout out to you, Jay. Whatever you said, big up DG, Declan Rice and Gundogan. Gunga peas. If you know, you know, works for me, man. I'm hungry. Make sure you get something to eat, man. I watch basketball. Arsenal fans remind me of Knicks fans in every way. Bro, they don't rate us, bro. They don't rate our players. They belittle our players. Who cares, bro? If you know, think about it in life. If you know some man or one woman don't like you and you, you know, you, you know, you do well, they're never going to praise you. So why do we care? Like, why do we actually, why do some Arsenal fans actually care about the media? By your means, keep getting onto the refs, but there's no point crying wolves are oh, the media don't give us this, that, and the other. Forget all of that, man. Wasting brain cells. But fair enough if that's what you lot want to do, man. I'm not with it though, man. Yeah, no surprise their tie just shows how much we need more players. Amen, man. Amen. We need a we need a lot more players. I think the Leeds game in general, like what you lot are saying, we clearly need more depth in our squad. Um and things like that. But I think the Leeds game showed me that we need an eight that can control games, not just necessarily when teams are sitting back. We need someone, because that is a form of defence, how you hold on to the ball. You look at what City do. And I think we need a six either to play instead of part A, not saying he was bad against Leeds, or come on instead of him, or come on and try and give us a bit more dynamism and fight. You know, if we could, I would say, and if I in absolute dream world for Arsenal, between January and next summer, excluding outgoings, if you could bring me a wide man that's able to play on the left and the right, maybe even up front, two eights and a six in midfield, a left side, a centre-back, maybe that's a bit more experienced than what we've got. Pardon me, if you could, a more left-sided one. And I would still look for full-backs, really. I can't lie, I'm moving away from the whole left-back one now, but if you could bring in a right-back and a left-back, not that we, well, I don't want to say we don't need it, but especially on the left-hand side, everyone's fighting. But I would say that, really. And shout-out to Matt Turner. If you got a backup goalie there, then I would I would be looking at that, really. Introduction, thoughts, let's call it that. So, yeah, man, Declan Rice, half of these players, Neves, what you lot are saying. Shout-out my beige and tug. Shout-out the YouTube members, too, free. I hope you're doing well and safe. Josh, where have you said? I feel more natural eight and a natural winger is necessary because I see Felix in the same mode as Vieira and being able to play in these positions, but they are good. They are good as playing in the favoured position at a ten. I mean, Yao Felix would be lit. He can play as a false nine. Arteta would love that. You know, can play as a ten. Can play out wide. You know, with time, I actually think he could play as an eight. You know, he's he's a good dribbler. 
plays with his head up, good in the final third. Obviously, you'd have to give him time to adapt and stuff to Arteta's tactics. But, you know, obviously, Arteta and Simeone are very different. But there'd be a lot of things that he's learned at, under Simeone that I believe he would, if, if the, again, the dream is free to Arsenal sold separately, if we ever did sign him off the ball, people don't talk about it. But if you're not good defensively, Arteta don't play you. It's what you do off the ball, like with Pep. It's what you do off the ball that means you play. If you listen to how he speaks about Fabio Vieira, that might be why you're not starting necessarily. So in terms of pressing, in terms of off the ball, in terms of needing to defend and smart fouls and dark arts, Felix would have that. And obviously, João Felix, he's got a wealth of experience for this young squad, really. It's not quite Odegaard and Jesus' experience, but... He's dealt with a price tag. He's been this Portuguese wonder kid. He's been at Atletico where they've been in better times and worse. You know, he plays for his country at international level. Why not, man? But who knows? He might want to join his Portuguese brethren uh, um, at Man United, even though we've got a Portuguese speaker revolution thing going on. Um, after this live stream, people, at some point, make sure you got your notifications on because it didn't upload in time, but I have done the long report, people, for those of you who care. So it'll be there. It actually takes energy to stay carrying trust. Forget all of that. Would hate would Felix would would Felix be cover for Gabriel Jesus? He could play out there. Bless up, DJ. I'm saying this with chest that if we sign a quality number six along with Gapo in January, we will win the league. I like Mudrick, but not but not for 65 million. Stay blessed, bro. I hear you, Nicholas. I don't know about any of that, but big up you and the rest of the optimistic ones. Bellingham's a dream. Like, I do think Arsenal could put a project together, could put the finances together, but then you're competing against Real Madrid and Pep and things like that. Put yourself in Bellingham's shoes. You might want to sign for Arsenal because we've got the young leader thing going on and the revolution and things. But if Pep asks is for you, you've got Arlen in your ear as well. You're with half of the players that you're with on international duty. Selfishly, I would probably lean towards Pep because the everything I think I learned, I know about football. Pep is going to flip it all on its head and he's going to give me a serious education. Real Madrid are on to him. We don't need to explain what Real Madrid are on really. And it's probably the best time for a young player somewhat to join Real Madrid because in my 27 years, you had to be the finished sort of article to go Real Madrid really. You had to be Ronaldo when he was bought for 80 million, Kaka when he was bought and these sort of, obviously Marcelo was bought there as a kid and he has a couple other exceptions, but you know, Vinicius had a couple, it needed a couple of years to get going. Rodrigo's there. They've got Valverde, who I don't know why him, Militao and Beardons weren't met, weren't, weren't nominated for the Ballon d'Or. I don't even know how Real Madrid didn't win. Big up Benzema, Skengsma. Don't even know how Courtois didn't get better, didn't rank higher. And I don't even know how they didn't get best club in the world or whatever the thing was. But, you know, there's young things going on there, really. Valverde's so underrated, I feel, when it comes to all of them. So that's that for Bellingham as well. you got Madrid. I don't think you'll go PSG, but there's that. Everybody, you know, United did try to get you. They've still, we look a bit better than them, but they've still got that thing about them being Man United. If Man United could have a chance, we could as well. But you've got City and Real Madrid and Real Madrid, the prestige speaks for itself. City, it speaks for itself. So again, you'd need other targets, man. When City came to the Emirates, you can beat them. They need to start picking up some L's for the sake of the league. As a fan of the game, I want to see more teams challenging at the top tide of City now. I think the Premier League, long gone are the days, like, if you go back to the early 2000s, the best way to pull off a result or something against a team better than yours or a bigger club than you would be to sit back for 90 minutes, <clears throat> frustrate them and then take the little opportunities. Now, it doesn't matter if it's Arsenal, Liverpool, City, teams that are not this. Anytime it's a crazy game is when Chelsea is when teams have a go against you. They say, you know what, you lot are good. You're better than us at this, but we can be better than you at this. Football's just, we got to go out and do this thing, really. 
Do you really think Edu can lyrics Jao Felix? Probably not. Ballon or Benz, how? Low it, man. Oh, oh, I read that wrong, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. There were some questionable decisions, man. There were some questionable decisions, even when it comes to that Copa thing. You're like, don't get it twisted. Gavi's my guy. I still think, let me be real, I still think he's coasting off the Euros performances and things like that. Obviously, Pedri won it last year, so they were never going to buck him it again. I'm a big fan of Gavi, but lately, all it is is just fouling, man, really and truly. And I was a bit, dis I don't really care, but I was a bit disappointed for Saka to see my man ranked eighth. I don't agree with that. I don't think he should be first, um, you know, because again, you lot can't even see. You know, and they're all talented young players, man. All talented young players. All ta Is it sharing my screen? Can you lot see my screen? What's going on here? This is weird. Oh, now I can see that my screen's been shared. No complaints about Camavinga, Bellingham, Musiala. Gavi probably shouldn't win that, but should be in the top five. I can't lie. Nuno Mendes has been great for PS PSG. But in terms of what's been going, I'm not saying he's not a better player than Saka and what he does, but I think Saka should be in that top five. I don't think he should be eighth. And I'm looking, and I don't want to do it to a fellow fullback, but I don't think Mendes should be there. I can deal with the Musiala thing. I could deal with the Jude Bellingham thing. I put, I think Bellingham or Camavinga probably should be taking first spot, really. You could even make a case of Musiala over Gavi. And I'm not trying... Listen, Gavi's my guy, isn't it? But I don't agree with... I, I don't really care, but yeah, man. But yeah, man, it's a... It's a, you know, big up Saka for ranking eighth as well, really. Is that too tight for sixth? That don't really make sense. But anyway, who cares about any of that? Big up my guy, sourcing. Look at him, man. <laughs> So proud of you, but I used to see you in the check or trade trophy, and now look at you looking all dapper and that man. Shout out Saka, it's a joke, but this is what I don't care, man. Forget it. But well, Real Madrid are getting shagged in it from half of these awards. So how can I, as an Arsenal fan, complain? And this is why I say forget the media, forget all these things. Is voting for their brethren. It's like becomes uh, footy blacklist, footy blacklist award where it's thirty under thirty. A couple of years ago, I should have definitely been on out of influential youths, 30, you know, one of them. And no disrespect to anyone who's there, but when you go through it, they've done what man's done. You know, it's people voting for their brethren. It's, in this, it's industry dons just just, just sucking each other off. Pause, pardon my language. Um, So, yeah, man, forget the media, forget all of that sort of stuff. It's a shag, man. From on reading and win Ballon d'Or, I don't give a flying monkeys about none of that. So, yeah, man, forget that. Would love Camavinga in the Jacaro, I would, man. But dream is free. Arsenal bias, how bro? You can't say Saka should be in the five. I didn't even say winning. I think Bellingham should have won it, really, or Camavinga. But if you're honest with you, obviously Camavinga's helped Real Madrid when he's come off the bench. But Bellingham's been badging it up week in, week out for Dortmund. I think Bellingham should have won it. There's no bias, you know. You look at the, you look at the facts. You know whether Arsenal are achieving anything or not. Saka is playing week in, week out. Any other and doing quite well. Any other 21 year old's gonna get gassed up, and I don't care for how good Saka can or can't be for the purpose of this conversation. But he's the first player to have been involved in 50 goals for Arsenal under Mikel Arteta in all comps. He's got 24 assists and 26 goals. And there's many other stats. He's one of the top goal scorers at Arsenal, you know. And so is Aubameyang, to be fair. But at Arsenal, since um, Arteta took over. Like, again, I'm not saying Saka's the biggest and baddest, because I don't think he is. But in terms of young players performing, he's doing his thing. Like, what a man talking about? Anyways, forget about any of that, man. I think Bellingham should have won it again. Amen. Don't worry, Saka coming first when we win the league. I don't know, man. I can see why you'd say Gavi's overrated, and I could just say, you know, ignorance is bliss. Respectfully, after I, I have to hope he proves you wrong. I would. I definitely don't think he's overrated, but I definitely feel in the last few games, all man's doing is slide tackling. His best highlight is getting slapped by Benzema recently. 
We'd rather two 30 midfielders than one 65 million winger in the squad. I hear that. DG, realistically, from what we know, we should go for Danilo or Telemans and a winger we haven't been linked with. Wait, I don't know. They're just going to have to get it done, man. Just get something done. I can't wait till Smith rolls back either, my guy. I feel like so much talent hasn't been hoovered up by big clubs last summer. I couldn't name five great winger options for us. Wait, good thing it's down for Arteta and these lot. Even if them pundits gave us praise and credit, it means nothing for us. We just need to stay switched on and focused on what we're doing. The rest is noise. Again, amen. Players like Harry Kane play 90 minutes every three games. If you want to be a big player, you've got to be prepared to do this. Amen. Because in the Champions League, for those that are able to be here, there's less rotation. So they're going to have to get on with it. 58 likes, people. Come on, mate. What's, what's all this about? Twitch gang, you're doing amazing. But moving forward... Subscribe with Amazon Prime for free if you're on Twitch as well. Supports the channel in that. Happy birthday, South London's finest. Come on. Appreciate you. Get out of here, man. Go enjoy your birthday, man. Go get the rare nef, man. The list was fair. The other players are playing in the Champions League. That's great. But you know, what have they actually done? What what about what is is football not to is football not meant to be admiring what people are doing at the purest level? If there's a Champions League bias, then quite a few players shouldn't be there. What did Nuno Mendes do in the Champions League in the grand scheme of things? Had a couple good games. But I don't really care. I'm not here to debate. You know, Champions League don't really mean much if we're just talking about young players, really. Because if you're talking about Champions League, what the hell has Barca done? What the hell has Barca and Gavi specifically done in the last 18 months? Their biggest highlight in Europe is for all oh, crying. Oh, Frankfurt fans, how did they get tickets for the North Camp? I don't think... Well, it is fair because Saka's been, reg been fingered, but I think he should rank about fifth. I don't think Saka should be ahead of... I don't think Saka should be ahead of Gavi or Bellingham. Or Musiala, who else was on that list? Camavinga. Obviously, Pedri won it last year, so he's never going to get it again, innit? Man said Gavi's with no, is no vision. I can't, I don't know about that, bro. I hate that. Gavi's a serious player, man, in my opinion. Bellingham getting too much gas, I can't lie. Good player, but easy. He hasn't done anything yet. You could argue on that five on the top five of that, he's done more than arguably half of them players on that. Out of the top five guys that were ranked for that Cooper Award, you could argue Bellingham's done a lot more. Why is the comment not coming up? Telemans for 20 million, Essential for 25, and Dika for free next season. And we should be actually competing for top trophies next season. Any of them signings make you think title challenge? I don't know. I don't know how much we got in the transfer window. I don't know who to sign, bro. I really don't know who Arsenal should be signing. Just know what I want in terms of the skill set. I see Arsenal and Real Madrid battling it out in years to come for Kings of Europe. We just need to sprinkle the glitter on the team. I would love so, but, you know, you've got to become a consistent Champions League qualifying club, challenge for the title consistently, perform against the top six home and away consistently, then take that and, and do better with Europe, deal with the squad depth issues, you know, deal with the need to want to win every game. Then maybe you can get into a scenario where you could talk about Kings of Europe. I don't know where I, I Nicholas, I hope so with these young players, but I don't know where you've seen that or, or got inspiration from that. But one day, hopefully, man. I would love us to have Neves. He can play as an eight or a six. Wilson, you're not alone, man. We should be looking at Tossart at least on loan with his contract running down. Alone's out of the out of the question, really, isn't it? Really and truly, there's gonna be no chance of that. It's either you buy him permanently or you keep it moving. Listen, it's much like the bro, the players. 
shouldn't listen to the fans, shouldn't listen to the pundits. One minute they praise you, then they hate you. Just listen to your gaffer. Just uh, acknowledge the fact that you ain't achieved anything and you keep doing and you just keep going, man. What do you think we can do if we... What do you think we can do if we want to win the Prem this season? Just keep doing what we're doing, picking up results. If you can, bring some in in January and pray to God everybody stays fit and this form continues. Like I still think City are going to run away with it. You know, I don't... I Listen, I'd rather Arsenal finish second than fourth, but, I, you know, if it's not in the grand scheme of things, qualifying for the Champions League is qualifying for no reason, but I don't care if... You, I'd love to be first, so... If you can finish first or second, great. But first, second, third, fourth, just make sure you're in the Champions League next season or there has to be question marks. I don't know where we point the fingers, but yeah, man. I don't get the love for Neves. He's 26. If he was all that, he'd be playing for a Champions League side already. Bit harsh. We've got a very long way to go to where Kings of Europe, Arsenal fans are shameless. Can't blame him, man. Can't blame him. Let's just, you know, you've got a, you've got a crew before you can run, man. And in between, you got to learn how to walk. We're skipping stages. Let's just keep doing what we're doing, man. And just keep developing and doing what we're doing, man. It's, we're in October. We've played 10 games. There's 84 points or something like that up for grabs. There's 28 games left. While I like the optimism, let's just relax a tiny bit. Not that I want you to relax for the sake of it, people. Because the same people that, not saying anyone here, but the same people that are waffling, Arsenal will do this, that and the other. The minute we lose or there's three games, we've got two draws and a win or one win and two losses. They're completely going to do a complete turnaround. So just keep balance, man. When everybody's optimistic, have a bit of caution. When everybody's cautious, take the risk off. Just be balanced, man. Take the rough and the smooth and we try and make it better every game. Hopefully we could do a thing, man. I think we all take Jao Felix, man. Players need to stay focused on what the gaffer is teaching on the pitch and their opponents. As for us fans, we need to stop listening to these pundits who are like the wind, double-minded in their ways of thought. We should try our hardest to get the young. He would be perfect. I'd love that, but boy, dream chase. But who knows, man? He seems like he's vexed at Barcelona. Who knows, man? He did he, he did say he pictured his career path to be Ajax, Arsenal and Barcelona. United were close to grabbing him. So hopefully we can, if we get Champions League, we can convince, man. But you have to put the bag down. And where's the bag coming from? You know, I don't know how much money you get for qualifying for the Champions League, but it should mean there's more money to spend. Obviously, it all depends on how much the purse strings Kronke is going to buck, how much money that we might have saved in the transfer kit already. Probably, you know, where Pepe's concerned, Marie, you know, we're going to have to get rid of these players and try and free up resources, whether that's wages and transfer fee, before you could probably go for these big, bad talents. But I hope Ian Wright is, is right and these Dons are waiting for Arsenal to get Champions League to play for us, man. The hustle is, you know, the hustle is sold separately from the free dream, man. Tony Zaha in the centre defensive mid would make us serious contenders, but I'm dreaming, I know. Eddie is improving, but too slowly for me. Patience is a virtue, man, but too much patience can hurt you. There's not enough ex-Arsenal pundits on TV. Be harsh, you know. Do see a couple, but tell them to get in the media game then. Betting markets making probability of top four finishing around 80%. So it'll be a disaster. If not, I think we are more like 95%. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Big up yourself, fire. Big up, DG. We need two more good signings. A backup for Partey and Hayes, in my opinion. Eddie still is in it. He's developing. But again, it's very with Eddie now, I have to judge you as the second-choice striker. So if what I'd like to happen in a good way in that, 
Jesus and Saliba get yellow cards against Fingy against Southampton. We should have enough, respectfully, to Nottingham Forest, regardless to get through that. Again, you have to go out there and win. Um, and then they're back for Chelsea. But yeah, man, Eddie's chances come in. If God forbid if something happens to, uh, to Jesus, then you're relying on Eddie. And I don't quite, I think he's a calm squad player. I don't think he's quite the option. You know, Smith Rowe was fit. I'm probably more likely to try Martinelli through the middle then and insert Smith Rowe via. Pardon me, the left-hand side, then Eddie through the middle, but he is developing. He's doing everything but not scoring. And it's it's difficult when excluding the Europa League, you're only getting a couple of opportunities. But if I'm honest with you, he could have scored, he could have scored in the last Europa League game against Fulham. He was a big reason we actually came back into that game, but he did have chances to score. And it's difficult, but nonetheless, that is that. Keep your thoughts on that coming, folks, people. We might as well, just because I want to. We might as well look at the latest news very quickly as well, people. Latest news. Oh, we need caps. Latest news. Let's do the thumbnail. Let's do the timestamp. I wouldn't mind Drewsby Hall, but I wouldn't say Xhaka replaced me. He can come and be part of the squad. Quite underrated player. I don't think he's amazing, but I think he can get a lot better. I think he's decent still. I'll take Drewsby Hall for the squad. I don't know about replacing Xhaka, but yeah. First thing I want to draw you lots of attention to, Saka, Martinelli and Saliba, Arsenal's contracts are a delicate balancing act, people. Right now, we're top of the league, four points clear of Man City and Tottenham Hotshite. Obviously, the young players, William Saliba, Martinelli and Saka are shining. Saka finished eighth on the on the Copper Trophy thing. Martinelli's scoring goals, Saliba. Finally, after a long, long period where it looked like he might stay, he might go... We're finally over the hill, excluding this contract stuff, people. And there's rumours in the back burners of Gabriel, of Xhaka, of Ramsdale, all getting new deals, as we could have expected. All three are in contract talks with the club. It seems trite. I can't say that word. To say the club should extend their deals, that much is obvious. Arsenal know it. And what's more, they're confident they can do it. The subject of how and when those deals might be agreed, however, is rather more complicated. So, yeah, I'm trying to scroll out through the tosh, people. Arsenal's challenge is to strike a balancing act to agree all those important contracts without upsetting the new wage structure they have so painstakingly implemented. But it comes with the territory. You're going to have to give man big wages. Look at what Ireland's getting. I'm not saying... Definitely with what we've been doing recently, we've put mediocre players on average wages and struggle to get them rid of, get rid of it. But rewarding players, giving new contracts, putting down top money in terms of a transfer fee for players and obviously giving them deals that they deserve. It, it has to happen, really. So... Yeah, by all means, these lot deserve new deals. And you'd imagine Odegaard's in line for a new deal in a few years as well, really. Or, or, or him, Ben White, Odegaard, Odegaard, Ben White. Uh, Jesus has just got here, but probably him, Tomiyasu, Ramsdale, as we've said previously, and you can see here. But yeah, time is of the essence. Although there has been suggestions Saliba and Saka's contracts may run until 2025, they only go as far as 2024, even with clauses. In Saliba's case, his deal actually expires next summer 2023, but Arsenal hold an option to extend until the following year. Likewise, Saka's deal does not extend beyond 2024. Martinelli's contract expires in 2024, but Arsenal have the option of a further two years. So with that, Saliba and Saka's more priority. You know, for Saka, it, it, for me, it begin, it's a case of when, not if. Um, Saliba, I'm confident, but if I'm him, I'm running it down as long as I can. You've got a World Cup, you're playing well back of your mind you weren't always in the plans you can get more money and things like that get a very important contract Martinelli's we've clearly got a lot of wiggle room really although there's enormous effort 
enormous focus sorry, on all three of these players. Each case is unique. Negotiations with Saka are the most advanced. Arteta has described him as a, as has described himself as very confident an agreement will be reached. A sentiment Saka has echoed. Arsenal prioritized it, prioritized Saka's contract above all others during the summer. Obviously, because Martinelli's form weren't what he was doing now. Saliba, Arteta planned to use him, but he weren't what he is now to Arsenal. Saka was so okay. And made significant headway during the summer. It now appears a question of when, not if, a contract is finalised. In Martinelli's case, it is still relative early days. Uh, that's partly because Arsenal have a more secure position. The two-year option would take his contract up until 2026. Nevertheless, negotiations are underway on a revised deal that reflects Martinelli's improved standing as a regular first-team player. Like Saka, Martinelli is clear he wants to stay at Arsenal, which gives the club significant reassurance in negotiations. Some fans may wonder why Arsenal are contemplating giving Martinelli a new deal, given he only signed his last in 2020, wasn't that Saka as well, and is theoretically under contract for another four years. However, those contracts are not simply about holding on to players and protecting the club. They are agreements made in good faith, and it is imp implicate that good performances will be rewarded. That's true. Arsenal could simply sit tight and activate the uh, uh, the optional extra years. But what would that do to the relationship with Martinelli and his agents? One issue that Arsenal face is that a new deal set a precedent for the next. Already, the forward pair of Balogun and Enketia have taken advantage of precarious contract situations to win lucrative new deals. With the media full roll over reports of those salaries, they become reference points in the future negotiations. Arsenal will know that whatever salary they reward Saka will doubtlessly be cited by our Martinelli's agents, as we've discussed before. Um, of the three players, Saliba's negotiating position is arguably the strongest. His stock seems to rise with each game. Don't know about the least one. The option in his contract takes it as far as 2024. But in this peculiar scenario, preserving, perhaps even rebuilding, the relationship with the player and the agent is of paramount importance. Saliba is still on the contract drawn up by Hosfarmi and Raul Sanye in the summer of 2019, though there were causes built in to ensure his... Rimination? I know what the word means, but I don't know. Rose, obviously, just get more peace. Rose, with his development, his reps will still feel there's significant room for improvement. It's worth noting that all of these of these players have a chance of World Cup involvement. Saka and Saliba appear certainties to be selected, performing on that global stage. I mean, apart from Saka, maybe Saliba, but Saka, I mean, Saliba and Martinelli don't, ex Saliba and Martinelli don't expect them to be main players like that at the World Cup. You'd expect Saka to play a decent amount if he does go with England. I say if maybe Ben White should go as well. Could see their value and their subs and subsequently their demands rise again where possible. Arsenal would be well advised. Smash the like button, people, to make significant progress before the tournament kicks off in Qatar. In each case, Arsenal will make an evaluation based on the player's age, contractual situation, development potential, standing with the coaching staff and statistical profile. Technical recommendations will be made by Edu and Arteta, while Director of Operations Richard Garlett will be charged with drawing up terms. There is autonomy, but there is oversight too. Every major stage of contract talks involves dialogue between the management team, the chief executive and the board. Um, Obviously, we all remember we had the Champions League bit wage bill on the Europa League budget. Obviously, Sac uh, Pepe was costly and it didn't work. Aubameyang's new contract didn't work. Ozil's contract didn't work. Lacazette, 52 million, never got 20 league goals. Praising man for working hard. Good player, but didn't work. So, yeah, I think it's a bit different because these players deserve it. But, you know, it is what it is. 
And if we qualify for the Champions League, there's more peas as well. The challenge Arsenal may face is that should they qualify for the Champions League, players and agents may expect Champions League wages. Arsenal hope to mitigate against that and have discussed the inclusion of performance clauses related to CL qualification. In doing so, Arsenal could avoid a costly disparity between their financial commitments and their European status. They are happy to pay Champions League salaries, provided they're actually in the Champions League. A new contract for Aaron Ramsdale is also on Arsenal's agenda. Although he only joined the club in 2021, he has since established himself as number one and is a regular part of the England national setup. There's acknowledgement on all sides that he should be rewarded with a salary more in line with the first choice keeper at a top six club. Another issue for Arsenal is the domino effect. As soon as they give out one contract, other players and reps will inevitably come knocking. Tommy Asu signed for the club on a relative modest salary and should he regain a regular place, he will hope to see that addressed. Patino's contract ex uh, expires at the end of the season. Arsenal have an option to trigger a two-year extension, but there's a deadline on that clause and no contract talks have yet taken place. Arsenal's position in the summer was to focus on transfer business rather than contract renewals, but it's created something of a backlog. And as you know, Patino's probably, you know, it's got two years, you know, Saka priority from what we've read. Saliba next, Martinelli. Ramsdale, no, well, Patino because contract's running down. And then you've got the Tommy Asus, the Ramsdales, the Ben Whites who are on the contract. But in terms of rewarding people, doing things, people. So, yeah, it is what it is there. So, yeah, I think that's the that's that's that in relation to them contracts. Uh, flicking back over to good old Google Chrome, people. One love for you lot um, being tuned in. Let's start from, start from here, man. I know some of you wanted Rafa Liao. Uh, Raphael, update AC Milan board will meet with his father to discuss about the contract situation. There will be a new proposal in the next days. His current deal expires in 2024. Uh, there's a 150 million euro release clause. We're confident to sign a new deal, and he's obviously Chelsea's the main club linked with him. Um, I mean, goal.com links us with a whole load of madness in it, people like you can see. You could see Jao Felix, you could see Ladoro Martin. There's new contract terms for Xhaka, as, as, as we've discussed a few days ago, people. Um, you know, his current deal expires in 18 months, but Arsenal understood to have an option to extend it for another year until the summer of 2025, people. Yeah, Arsenal and Chelsea are battling for Robert Renan. You know, we're out of the Douglas Dewey's race. Leave that to Roma. Ivan Indica, maybe, potentially. We're always linked with him, so I don't know. Do I rate Charlie Paterno? Yeah, 100%. Doing the right thing. Loan report dropping after this live stream. I'm going to upload it. He's doing quite well at Blackburn. Blackpool, sorry. You're, you're on 83 likes now as I press the like button right now. John, good man. Appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, moving on, people. Again, do you remember when we was linked with Rodrigo De Paul? I don't know if it's an avenue for Arsenal to explore. He left with Udinese and went to Atletico. And it seems they're willing to sell. Juventus have been linked with him. A couple of clubs have been linked with him. Um, he's valued at 35 million euros, 28 years of age. Maybe that's something to explore in the in, in the summer, people. I still like him. I ain't been watching Atletico as much as I was watching Udinese for this guy, but you don't turn a bad player overnight. It could be an avenue to extend to, to explore, really and truly, maybe on loan, potentially permanently. Um, and again, apparently AC Milan and Juventus are interested in the pool. Could we get involved there? It hasn't worked out for him at Atletico. Uh, Victor Osserman has been linked with us and his agent has spoken. Well, I don't know if Arsenal bidded. I don't know if United bidded, but his agent's chatting again. Our will is to continue at Napoli. What has he said here, people? He's insisted his client always intended to remain in Naples and that he's not considering switching clubs right now. We have found out that Osserman is, is 
We haven't found out that Osman is the subject of interest from so many teams, but things are done in free. Who sells, who buys in the player? But yeah, but why well, I don't really care about this, unless you can tell us that there's been concrete bids, it doesn't mean anything. You can say you want to stay and all of those sort of things. I was immediately clear this summer because I knew there would be a lot of news coming out from those who had other interests, perhaps. But I, the boy in Napoli, had very clear ideas. Whoever talked about a departure made a mistake. It was Victor, it was Will to stay at Napoli and play champion, play in the Champions League that he won entry to last year together with his teammates. Victor wanted exactly that. To have, if we're getting anyone from Napoli, I'd rather, you know, try and bid that. I can't even say his name, but the, the Georgian lad who plays on the left wing. But you're going to have to put down top Wanga for him. He has a long contract with, with Napoli. The market is dynamic, but our will is to continue at Napoli. So, yeah, you lot do your thing. He's under contract till 2025. I think that one's shut at the moment, people. Three possible destinations for Milinkovic Savage. People were continuously linked with him. He's been linked with PSG, Juventus and Arsenal. I can't lie not to be sour. The Premier League maybe could get competitive wages, but it seems like Juventus just take the best players from other teams in, in Italy. PSG would be a good signing. And again, you don't, you know, the tax laws in Paris are a lot kinder and you'd be around Neymar, Messi and Mbappe and then Arsenal. So, yeah, man, 27, I'd, I'd have Milinkovic Savic, but you probably have to wait till the summer to even consider that. Uh, Arsenal, no. DiMarzio says 23-year-old will only join Tottenham if he moves to the Premier League. So he doesn't want to win any trophies in Olio, do you? And, you know, DiMarzio isn't his dad. He's not an agent, so we don't know. But... With the Conte and Patrice links over there at Spurs, it makes sense. Zinolio only had one request in the summer, and that was Tottenham. Tottenham tried to get him, but with a swap deal with other players or a loan option, Roma didn't want to sell the player under those conditions. Arsenal or other clubs, no, only Tottenham can come back. Tottenham's sporting director, Fabio Patrice, is one of the managers Zinolio has wanted for a long time, even when he was at Juventus. Okay, so you got to do what you want to do with Zinolio then, innit? Really? Jao Felix has reportedly asked super agent George Mendes to help him leave Atletico Madrid in January with Arsenal, one of the clubs interested in the Portuguese international people. Ain't really worked out for him. There's financial issues, implications that could happen with Atletico messing about in the league and obviously making a meal of the Champions League. We've all seen him liking stuff on social media about returning back to uh, Benfica and leaving and joining the team where you can do a thing. He's going to continuously be linked with Man United because of their Portuguese links and because of their need for probably strikers and he can play as a false nine. I'd have him at Arsenal. Chelsea with Todd Burr, he could buy anyone. Apparently Barcelona inquired. And obviously his agent is George Mendes, same as Fabio Vieira, so it makes sense. But Arsenal would need to get Champions League football before this outlay, surely. But he was going to put 70-odd million down for Vlahovic, allegedly. Maybe you could find something for João Felix, but... Seems like quite the financial commitment when you haven't qualified for the Champions League and things like that. And obviously, January in general is a difficult bit of of business. Big up yourself, John. It's Deludiguna04 on Instagram and Twitter and the rest of it, my bro. Um, love to see that. Uh, so, yeah, that's Jao Felix. What's this? Well, that's just awesome and don't, don't care about that. Once again, United, Arsenal, Chelsea set to battle out for Atletico Madrid forward. United, Chelsea, saving the best to last Arsenal. All set to battle it out for João Felix. He's yet to score in five starts. Boy. And he only got 24 league starts last year. Crazy. I don't know if we can believe this publication, but yeah, obviously they're going to need to replace Ronaldo. Chelsea and Todd Burry are trying to buy anybody that's got somewhat of a name. I'd have him at Arsenal, but I don't quite get, you know, we bought Gabriel Jesus. I'd like both of them. They can play in different roles and play together, but can't really, can't really see it, people. It just seems like nonsense. But 
The dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. So that's Shao Felix. Uh, Fabrizio Romano said, I can tell you during the summer, there were never negotiations between Arsenal and Chelsea for Kante. Never been, never approached. At the moment, nothing between Arsenal and Chelsea. And that's probably in line with apparently Chelsea are saying, you know what, no new contract for N'Golo Kante. So it is what it is in that regards, people. Uh, moving away from that. Fabrizio Romano said the situation is really tense between João Felix and Atletico Madrid, especially with Simeone. The club insists he's not for sale, but his agent, George Mendes, is exploring potential solutions for 2023, people. So that tells you that they've got other ideas. January is a myth, in my opinion, maybe after the World Cup. And what's this? The same outlet is same, I guess, three possible destinations for João Felix in January. Manchester United, Chelsea and Arsenal. So I'm not too sure. I think it's more realistic, probably Chelsea out of them because they'll put the bread down. United, one minute, some reports say they, they ain't got money to spend. But it's Man United. They have got money to spend, in it? So I don't know. And I would, I've just explained Arsenal in it. So can't see that happening. Arsenal transfer target asking price likely to have risen as high as 65 million euros, says Romano. Of course, Madrid, with every game you play, it's going to get better. Um, he's insisted um, that, it's, that his transfer value is likely to have increased a lot since the summer transfer window. Um, he said, I can, and we've heard, you know, we the interviews about Madrid talking about Arsenal. Ben Jacobs seems to be paying his, his journalistic bills by just talking about this guy. I continue to watch the development of Mudrick. His performances in the Champions League this season have been amazing. Overdoing it. He's a player whose value has most likely shot up since the summer. Shakhtar the Nets wanted around 50 million euros for him in August. Probably 40 million plus add-ons were enough. Today, I'm sure they want way more than 50 million for their star. It could probably be as high as 60, 65 million euros. And I don't blame them for wanting to sell to the highest bidder, really. You know, it is what it is. We've been linked with Jeremy Doku once again, people. And he's been linked with Liverpool, who tried to get him at 15, 16 years of age and have continuously tried. Chelsea and Arsenal, who we did the same thing. Napoli and Juventus. Is he ready for a step up yet? I'm not too sure, people. Or for the outlay they'll be looking to spend. We've been linked with Latoro Martinez, people. I don't know if I believe any of this, but yeah, I would have Latoro Martinez if we could, but it's going to cost too much. Demarzio has been speaking about a bunch of players, Latoro Martinez to buy a Munich, Harry Kane to buy a Munich and all of that sort of stuff. It's irrelevant because the only thing I care about, he spoke on Cody Gakpo, who we're facing on Thursday and in a World Cup year where he wants to play for Holland. He's doing quite well and where he's probably going to get a, a good move, probably to United, in my opinion, not that I know anything, but He's got 13 goals and 10 assists in 16 games for PSV. Uh, Dimarzio said, obviously, he's linked with many clubs. I know him very well. He's a very, very good player. When you play in the Eredivisie with PSV and Ajax, you obviously learn intensity and quality. So the Premier League is the right move for him, for players like him. I think Manchester United, Arsenal or Tottenham. And to play devil's advocate, I don't think he's wrong with what he said about, you know, the Eredivisie, PSV or Ajax or Cody Gakpo. But I'm now deep in... Apart from Lituro Martinez, who's doing okay, who's really come from the Dutch league and done much in the Premier? It didn't really work out for Bergerai. You know, Hakim Ziyech, he didn't bang. Davison Sanchez, he didn't bang at Spurs. Memphis Depay, didn't bang. There is probably a couple of exceptions to the rule, but no one really, no one's really come from the Dutch league. If off the top of my head, I stand corrected and done much really. So I'm not too sure. And even De Jong and De Ligt, they're good players and not two good clubs. But I thought they would have been more household names, if I'm honest with you, in world football. 
Tottenham, I think, need other players to have a wider squad and more manager choices. One of those teams, it depends on what PSV want. For him, I think Man United or Arsenal or Tottenham, for that matter, you know, Ruud van Nistelrooy probably putting a word in for United are the right projects for quality and intense players like him. Of course, it's still too early to say if there's a deal or if clubs are talking to each other. We're in October and, of course, there's also the World Cup, so all transfers will be postponed. So it is what it is in that regards, people. Um, make of that what you will. Let's see what the Scum newspaper is saying. Pardon me. Just talk around contracts. Oh, big up Mane, probably trying to get Saka to go by in, isn't it? Showing him love there. So, yeah, Arsenal predicted 14-year high. Arsenal are on target to reach 80 Premier League points for the first time since 08. Keep it up then, isn't it? And we've seen that we've been linked with that. Ramsdale, we know you're at S. Hauser. Saka was crowned eighth best youngster in the world. That's great for us, people. Uh, Atletico Madrid have joined the race to get Tossa, who's been linked with us and Chelsea. And we're targeting new two new signings. In January, Romano said they will keep going step by step, game by game, with the aim to improve the whole project with new contracts, new players in the future and more. That doesn't say much, really. But the report believes that Telemans remains a midfielder. They're strongly considering. Fair enough. How Real Madrid didn't get club of the year, I don't know. Real Madrid are in the final. Real Madrid beat them. Apparently, Arteta tried to support Pierre-Emerick in his final months at the Emirates. I will tell you something because I know something a little bit from the inside. Everyone knows something. I, I think he was trying to support the player as much as he could. Then after he couldn't, so he had a decision to make and that's it. Oh, great. We learned a lot there, didn't we, with that Rafa Benitez? And that's a fact. So, yeah, is what it is, people. Newcastle are considering a move for Chesney. Uh, Eddie Al, if you might end up beating him up still. But, um, yeah, that's that. Uh, peed off. Lokonga vents fury. Lokonga seems a bit like a spoiled child at times. I don't think he's wrong in anything he said, um, really. He's a, he's a, he seems an opinionative man, but I would say roll your sleeves up, if I'm honest with you. I called, this is in relation to Roberto Martinez. I called him the other day after the international match in March. I was really peed off. I thought for a moment that I didn't even want to play for the national team anymore. Martinez said he preferred players who are playing regularly at their clubs. He was also not completely satisfied with my training and the manager's allowed to think that. I don't think he can portray me as a bad boy who doesn't work hard. So Lokonga reckons he's looking at excuses. It'd be too easy to put up such a picture of me. He can't use something like that to justify why I don't get to play well. Because you're not good enough, really, at the moment. If I'm already on the bench while Kevin De Bruyne, Hazard and the other stars are there, then I don't stand a chance if they're in this election. Maybe Martinez doesn't believe in my qualities or he doesn't like my style, but I'd rather he communicate that clearly. I would have accepted his decision without hesitation. You're allowed to think like that, but maybe he did. And, you know, in terms of going and spilling stuff to the public isn't going to say much, really. I mean, in the all or nothing, you do seem like a lad that feels a lot sorry for yourself. And you're allowed to. You should be thinking you should play well, but you've got to look in inwards. I think there's a player in Lokonga, but we're going to have to tune it out, really and truly. He then said on Arsenal, honestly, it's difficult. I'm at one of the best clubs in England. I could have played somewhere elsewhere every weekend, but that wouldn't have been the right solution for me. It's, an, it's a personal decision to stay at Arsenal. I wanted to give myself another year to stay at Arsenal and see what happens. At the end of last season, I almost snapped. I called my agent to ask him if staying at Arsenal was a good idea. He comforted me in my choice, even though I know I need to start more often to develop, well, get in the squad. Because right now, you're probably behind El Nene if he's fit, because he, you know there's a base level of performance, even though I'd rather you play, because 
you need to develop. But if we're talking about just ticking along to get top four, I'd rather bet on El Nene, who might drop a five or six out of ten, respectfully, or better, or Lokonga, who might be 20 out of ten one week, two out of ten the next. So stop feeling sorry for yourself, pull your pants up and keep going. I like that you have that chip on your shoulder. And I think there's a player in there, but you don't fit the tactics right now. You're not experienced enough or mature enough to play as a lone six. People say you can play as an eight, and I, I hope you can play as an eight or a six and be adaptable. But Xhaka is more of a playing the more eight than I want to see than I imagine you. I would rather bring in two eights or eight eight in the summer or January. I think when you've got Fabio Vieira, Smith, Rose, Zinchenko, and Odegaard, I'd rather explore all of them playing before you in that role. And then obviously you're you're not playing ahead of party at this moment. But I hope you develop. I think there's a player in there. So, yeah, man, maybe to get in the World Cup squad, it was best going out on loan and things like that. But I understand why you want to stay and we're all rooting for you, man. But pattern up. Gabriel has spoken on experiencing the time of his life. I think it's one of the best periods of my life at the moment. I'm learning more about life every day with everything that's happening to me. When you become a father, you change in many ways and I'm delighted. I think the first season was tough. The second went better and the third is just starting now. You're having a good season, man. You had a good game against Leeds, apart from the flashpoint people are trying to get onto you about. My ambition is to play in every game. We know how hard it is to go through a season playing in every game, but I like to try keep take good care of myself to help Arsenal at all times. Shout out Beth Mead as well, who finished the 2022 Ballon d'Or runner-up to go with Bukayo Saka finishing uh, eighth in the Copa. Big up the Arsenal ones. My loan report out after this, people, once it uploads. Is there anything else on Arsenal.com? Doesn't seem like such there. So, yeah, people. It is what it is. Luis Suarez. Yeah, Suarez. Suarez is one. Suarez banged. But I, you, this is why I asked you a lot. Because, yeah, you're right. 100% Suarez banged. <laughs> Done, you know, Suarez was a great player. But this is what I'm saying. You have to really go in the memory banks. I almost forgot Suarez at Liverpool now. You know, you're right. You're right. But who else? This is why I asked you a lot. Like what? Suarez banged. Over exceeded expectations and then more, you know. I'm sure if you're a Norwich supporter out there, you don't like the name Luis Suarez. Um, or if you're going there, and obviously what he did at the World Cup. But yeah, when Aldum did all right at Newcastle eventually and then went to Liverpool, it weren't like that. So yeah. So that's two names. Everyone else has not really done much. So yeah, it is what it is in that regard, man. Keep them coming. Blind, he did okay. Yeah, Blind did okay. Ericsson. Did all right. Vertonghen did all right. Toby did all right. Yeah, but you have to go through the memory banks for them. These are all done from years ago. So, yeah, you're right. But of recent, who's really done? No one's done nothing of recent. Latoro started well. Lissandro better yet has started well at United. Anthony technically is a bit so-so, you know, depending on what game he's played. Ain't really worked out for Ziyech, Davison, Sanchez, them kind of, Van der Beek, them kind of man. Vodegaard came from Madrid, though, isn't it? Technically, I know he went over there, but we didn't just buy him directly. We took him off Real Madrid. So uh, that one can go to VAR, but it's looking a bit brandy. But yeah, the point being, not too many of them. Sinistero, he looks okay. Funny you don't see Ben White complaining about Southgate when he has a much bigger case than Sambi. I mean, Sambi is allowed to do what he wants, but he does seem like a bit, a bit childish. But... Ben White, you know what it is? It's just if you just shut your mouth, everyone's situation is different because Ben White's been in Ben White's been to an international tournament. You know, I what I would say, you're right. Ben White privately he's probably saying he deserves to be there as he should, but he's just keeping his mouth shut. Ramsdale, he's quite 
mature in his responses as well. Even the other day, he said, I don't think I'll be the number one at the Euros. Ziyech hot and cold, so that's not banging, though. I mean, he joined and won a Champions League, so you can do the lazy thing, but I don't think if he left tomorrow, Chelsea fans are going to be upset. He's got a chip on his shoulder, but you need a chip on your shoulder. I've got one. It's just the collective. I just feel he thinks a bit is woe is me, really, at times. Yeah, man, Suarez, the last one that really banged, went on to become one of the, the madmen. I can't lie, I do like Gakpo a lot more than I thought. You know, he looked a bit meaty at first, still looks a bit bandulu and meaty, but the more I see of him, the more I can get behind it, but it's a bit brazy, man. Paul is a beast in midfield, destroyer, strong, aggressive. We lack that in our midfield. I hear that. I'm having him. Shabitsha was my midfielder or Shabozlai. Shabozlai, going to cost a pretty penny. Don't really think he plays quite the role we, we need, but I'm having him. What do you think? Why is the comments not coming up? This is acting. What do you think of a cheeky January bid for Matt Cash and move Ben White inside? Nah, Matt Cash can stay where he needs to stay if I'm honest. Next right back. Arsenal fixtures before the World Cup. Southampton away, Forest at home, Chelsea away, Wolves away. It's possible to get 12 out of 12. It is. But, and respectfully to Wolves, Southampton, and definitely Southampton because we ain't travelled well there or Nottingham Forest at home. We should be winning them games. And if we're trying to be this, so like some of you challenging for the league or for me, qualifying for top four, definitely going into the World Cup because we don't know what it's going to look like on the back end. For me personally, nine points. Anything less than nine points, unacceptable. The dream is 10 to 12. You know, you want to beat Chelsea. We do quite well at the bridge out of all the top six games of recent. But them games there go either way um, sort of thing. You know, we beat Liverpool, beat Spurs, lost to United. Again, top six, it goes either way, really and truly. And I think there's a stat going around that every top six game so far this season, the away side has lost. I don't know if that... I saw that on Twitter. I don't know if that's actually true, but Spurs lost to us. Liverpool lost to us. We lost to United. City lost to Liverpool. There ain't been no other top six clashes out there this season, has there? Well, to be fair, there's top, there's Tottenham United tomorrow, which I'll be doing a watch-along for. So make sure you've you, you got your reminders set on from my, my, my videos and you're just keeping an eye on that. I'll probably go live 8pm tomorrow. But see, if we follow that logic, it could be anywhere. You know, and I personally think Leeds gave a little bit of a of a somewhat a blueprint, my dude, really and truly, if I'm honest with you, how to play against us. You know, they obviously there was energy levels that were lacking. There was a lot of factors, really. That going into the game, it was a lot similar to how we went against City last year in that City had two games that week. You know, we were so hungry to want to put in a good performance and do well, a bit like Leeds. They lost last week, They the week before. They wanted to prove to their fans they're on something. We had two games off the back of a hectic, fixture calendar list and we just saw and we was at home and it was just mad really so I think that has showed something I think Leeds have shown long gone are the days of just sitting back look how Everton tried to play Spurs they just sat back and, and Spurs collapsed them if you have a goal against any of the top six in the Prem that is the new way defence is the new form of attack you need to be sensible of course Um, so you know Wolves away is brazy Stamford Bridge away is brazy Southampton Last season, they were in terrible form at, at St Mary's and they beat us. This season, at the moment, I think they've got no winning five. Pressure on Hassan Hutu. We need to rock up there and smack them in, you know. Wolves, 
it's going to be difficult, but we need to go there and move to them. They're going to have a new manager by them times there. You know, you'd imagine in an ideal world, Southampton, Jesus and Saliba take the hit and they don't play against and they don't play against Nottingham Forest. We need everyone, but that's at home. And respectfully to Nottingham Forest, we do need our best players available and they could beat us. Anything could happen in the Prem and all of that jazz. But Arsenal, if Arsenal cannot beat Nottingham Forest, Without Saliba and Jesus, for example, so they can be back for Chelsea. I think there's something wrong with us. I'm not going to lie to you. So for me, I would say I need a guaranteed nine points. Minimum would be nine to ten points. Ideally, 12 out of 12, as you know. I can manoeuvre with nine. We can move forward with nine. Not that. When was the last time we actually drew? We don't draw. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is, man. In that regards. If I'm honest. Now, for the World Cup, that breaks out nicely. Nice little talking point there, my dude. Jota to Mr. Welk. It's peak, man. Bearman are missing it. Kante, which is probably your last one, even though you've won it. Reese James is touch and go. He seems quite bullish that he might be fresh home and might return to play in that. Uh, who else is there? Quite a few players. It looks it looks peak for them, if I'm honest with you. Uh, not Rodrigo. Richarlison might be back. And unfortunately, God forbid... You know, there'll be a lot of other players that are going to miss out as well, man. Eddie would benefit from a different game plan than the Jesus one. Fox in the box plan for Ed. We don't create enough chances for our strikers in the in the opposition's box, in my opinion, to do that. And that's not what Arteta wants, really. He wants a striker that's going to be almost like a defender. What you see Jesus do, what you see Lacazette do, like you're seeing Eddie aspire to. And I don't think Eddie, respectfully, is good enough to change the game plan. Like, if Eddie... He ain't been given a chance to discuss it, but it's not like Eddie's a 20-plus league, Premier League proven goal scorer, Fox in the box, like a Vardy or something where... All right, give him the chances. He's not good enough for that. And we we changed the whole game plan. We've changed the whole dynamic. It, it, it harms us, really. You know, and I do think he's evolved his game plan. And he almost is like a, a B-Tech, C-Tech, Jesus to some degree. But yeah, man, I don't think Martinelli will be as good with his back to goal. Me neither. But I think he could do it up front. He could drop deep. He could turn him behind. He wants to be in central areas anyways. I do think Martinelli needs to be developed to that. He can play as a striker, play in his favourite position. And Arteta said he could be a striker, play in a striker, play off the left. And actually, well, I remember an Arsenal fan say, oh, he can't play on the right, he can't play on the right. Has a good game against Man United on the right-hand side last season. People shut up. Remember, they said Saka can't play on the right. Boy, it's crazy, man. Graham, I hope you're doing well and safe, man. Shout out to you lot. Elite talking points. Appreciative of all of you lot's support and all of you lot's talking points. You lot make the platform. Eddie just needs to do his thing. He was banging goals in the Prem for us when he was starting. Banging subjective, but he was putting them in. If by any chance we get the young in Jan, do you think we can challenge if we are three, four points off the top? I don't know. You'd have to see, man. It takes more than just the young or any sort of player. But we would do a lot better. What do you think of Jonathan David? He's joint top scorer in Liga with Neymar. 11 games played, nine goals, two assists, only 22 years of age. Had a difficult season last year. Fell off a cliff last Jan, really. Decent little player. Arsenal scouted him from his days in Belgium. I'm not really convinced. I would take him as part of the squad, but they want too much peace. If that makes sense. So forget about it. Do you think Aziz and Patano will be ready for next season? You never know, but I would say from what I've seen, no, I don't think there's a single player on loan ready. I'd love to see them play, but I think they'd have to spend another year out on loan. Do your thing, man. Patano's doing very good at Black, Blackpool. Black, Blackpool, yeah, always mixing up the thing, man. I can't lie, I didn't rate Gakpo either. He just didn't look levels, but he's cooking right now, so fair play to him. And I, yeah, I guess the challenge is, is it a purple patch 
or is it is this you now? How often do you go live on YouTube streaming, mate? Probably more times than a lot of people care, you know. Guaranteed one stream every day, typically anything from one to four, really. And don't forget Twitch. Chelsea played spuds. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was a draw. So, yeah, fair enough. That was a draw. But every other one. So, yeah, that, that statistic I saw on the socials wasn't quite right. But it does give you food for thought so far. But it should have been a loss for Spurs. But, you know, Chelsea didn't finish their dinner. Hopefully they play like that again. Play like that against us. I mean, Solanke can come of age. Just leave that at, at Bournemouth, bro. Chelsea different on the pot are going to be tough. Exactly. Yeah, man. I can't lie, as much as I agree Arsenal need bodies, buying in Jan and expecting it to work ain't, work out ain't how it goes. Transfers don't work like that. And that's how my thinking, we still need to buy someone, but that's my thinking with Danilo. You can't, I would love for him to sign and do well, but it'd probably be naive to expect my man to come from Brazil and settle off the field, let alone, or, let alone off it, settle off the field, let alone on it, and just do a madness. And January, there's kind of no room for error. January onwards, he'd be a young player. He'd, he'd, you'd need to give him that discount, like you've seen with Gabriel Saliba and the rest of them, to do dumb-ish. And I think we'd be placing too much expectation. I'm having him, but it's just something to consider. Good talking point, my dude. Big up yourself, Hector, for always being here as well. Big up the Twitch gangs. Shout out you lot, man. Jota out the World Cup, Sheg. Van der Vaart, Van der Vaart was lit. Van der Sar was at Fulham before. Well, before United, but yeah, but again, we have to go all the way back in the last five years. Who has done it? Yeah, right. I like what Xavi Simmons is doing, you know. I like how Xavi Simmons is playing at PSV. Probably ends up back at PSG or somewhere else, but it's a it's a it's a good it's a good audition. It's a good audition to see what him and Gakpo are on on Thursday. United fan for tomorrow. I wish you both lose, but if someone has to win, I'd rather United win than Spurs each and every time. Isaac's out of the World Cup as well, well, out to after it. But ain't Sweden in qualified, did they? If, we, if we're if we still top of the league by February, it's looking good for us for the fixtures after that. I don't know, man. I don't like to look on paper, but let's just get there and consider it. DG, when the league returns after the World Cup, we have 13 games out of the remain 13 home games, sorry, out of the remaining 24. The crowd are pulling us through games, so I'd be confident of picking up a lot of points. Amen, but I don't know what the dynamics are going to be. God forbid someone could be injured. There could be loss of form. There could be some external factor. We could hit a blip. I don't know. So I just want to deal with October and November, really. DG, will you be doing an FM23 stream as Arsenal again? Yeah. And don't forget Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, 4.30, we play FM. Shout out, Stylish. Big up, DG. Content has been top class of recent, man. Keep up. I appreciate that, boy. What do you mean of recent? What do you mean of recent? What do you mean by that, my fella? What do you mean of recent? Man said of re. I had to pre that. I pre it's all love, but what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean by that? Now, play, man. After the World Cup, the price of players will be high. Of course, man. Hey man, bear with me. FIFA 23 soon land, man. By the end of November, it'll be there, bro. Just allow me. We need two, we need to buy two players in Jan, preferably a backup for Part and a backup for Saka. I hear that. We need bodies in the squad in Jan just to give other players a break. I hear that. Sweden didn't qualify, you're right, DG. How didn't Sweden didn't make that? Well, there to be fair, there's no Italy in it, so a couple teams will be moving mad, I guess. 
couple teams were moving mad. No Italy in the World Cup. That must be the first one in my lifetime. Of no. Crazy. At least Arsenal City was postponed this week many thingies ago. Imagine if we had to, they're gonna drag the city game, Arsenal City games out now, isn't it? Nothing appears, nothing new coming out in the last whatever, apart from what we've spoken about. Part of me, let me see the socials. Big up Mark Overmars, man. The levels are up. Hey, 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 I'm not taking you in now. Yeah. So are you saying like what? Cheating man like El Nene or something, or Eddie and Ketty or something, respectfully to them. Like, man, just got a chance and I'm taking it. No, 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 no. I've been like, I've been Saliba, mate. Apparently, Gabriel, well, no, that's some websites who scored that ain't nothing real. Man, there's nothing on the socials relating to Arsenal today, folks. Apart from what we've seen. Once again, shout out Beth Mead and Saka for their nominations in world football. Fortunately, couldn't win, but you move, man. That's nah, all love. I'll trust you now, though. I'd make a bid for Mohamed Kudus of Ajax. He looks a very good prospect, can play off the left, and as a striker, need to get part to have a word with him while. We've gone. I like him. With him, I like a lot of players, but I just need to see a bit more. Because if it was just on liking, I'd buy a lot of players for Arsenal if I could. But without it sounding like Arsenal are Champions League winners and that Premier League, their levels are high now. Like it's not just about being a good player, sort of thing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be right. Bro, Italy are moving mad. January transfer window will decide if Arsenal will be in a top four. Title race or top four race, boy. If it's anything like last season, just make sure you're signing Duns, isn't it? DG, do you think there might be a mid table a mid-table team who might make a surge after the World Cup due to having less players? I don't know, but the way you pull it, it's got to be something to consider, of course. You know, players are gonna be fresh and you look at well, I know they're not mid-table, they're city, but Norway are not in the World Cup, so Haaland, um, Haaland and, and, and Odegaard are laughing. So there must be, a, if, if we go by that logic, then other clubs might be blessed. And also the players that get shagged. Like, as much as I want Ben White, Martinelli, Gabriel, Saka, Japan's there, right? Tomiyasu, you know, they don't have a snowball's chance. But if Smith-Rowe somehow got fit, if Eddie somehow scored 20 goals from now to the end of, this, end of the year, well, until the World Cup. If they could all get into, well, if he could just do the right thing, go play for Ghana. If they could all go to the World Cup, it would be lovely. But if they don't, and the ones away from that, the ones that are like, like you have to put money that are going to go to the World Cup. If they don't, I'd be disappointed for them because that's what we, we all wanted to be footballers. We wanted to dream to win World Cups and play at World Cups. It's within touching distance. I'd be upset for them because it only comes around every four years. But from a selfish Arsenal fan point of view, that's cool. Put your feet up, relax yourself. Go off to the well, based on reports, Arsenal going off to uh, where is it? The World Cups in Qatar will be in Dubai for um, I don't even want to say pre season, but like a midway pre season sort of thing, really, based on reports we've read. So, yeah, Ramsdale as well. I didn't say his name. Newcastle looks strong, bro. Newcastle look, Newcastle are doing their thing. Shout out to Eddie Howe, man. Afternoon, Noah, and all the YouTube members. Arsenal in a title race. If they buy in Jan, they could stay in it until May. Key is how many sides can take points of see. Right, let's just. I leave you lot to do it. Let's just keep winning games. And listen, when top four is a formality and we're 100% in it, then I might entertain some, some title challenges, thing, all this business people. But me, I'm just happy to be here. Let's just focus on what we need to focus on and do what we're doing in it.
but Arsenal must be doing something right if we're in October, which is typically a dreaded month for Arsenal, and people are talking about a title challenge. So I definitely want them problems there than what we've had previously. You're right, 100%. But let's just keep our feet on the floor, man. I'd even take a midfielder on loan in Jan, Odegaard style. Got to put that energy into the universe. We definitely missed out on Bruno Gamares, bro. We'd be laughing. Imagine if we had that. But I don't like to be that. It, it ain't happening. It's an L. If we had him in the squad, it would be bracing. Imagine Xhaka and, and, and him together or Partey and Gamares or Gamares or the guy. Well, we're cooking Brazilian business as well with what we've got going on. And I say that's the frustrating thing for me because every now and again, there's players like Gamares who have been there for time. Like Newcastle was so smart. Everybody was just... I don't know what everyone was on, but everyone was just waiting and waiting. And they said, you know what? Come. And now look. Random. But what are your overall thoughts on Sabayos at Arsenal? He was a top rattler. Loved to lose the ball on the, on, in the final third. I mean, in, in the defensive third on the edge of our area. He's a bastard in a nice way, man. I remember we spoke on Newcastle. I remember him time-wasting at Newcastle. And he lived to rattle dons and things like that. He's all right. Thought he'd be a bit better, but yeah, man, Paqueta. I'm not really stressed about Paqueta because he's a wavy footballer, but Paqueta was one that you knew it weren't happening, really. We signed Fabio Vieira, you've got Odegaard. They're probably only going to be the sort of areas Paqueta lines up in an, Arteta, in an Arteta midfield, so that was a myth. I think in the January window, uh, January transfer market, Arsenal should buy players who have adapted to the Premier League, like Madison. Madison's going to be too expensive, Tossart, maybe, but it's definitely not easy to get. It's not easy to get anyone, you know, anybody, because no one wants to sell in January. No one wants to sell good players anyway, so that's why you have to pay what they want. Nobody wants to sell. You have to pay somewhat of a premium, unless there's scenarios, whether it be contracts, players wanting to leave, that you can take advantage on. Any update on Locatelli transferred? He ain't been linked with us today. Oh boy, you can probably give it give it about two weeks or two days better yet, and Locatelli will be linked with us once again. But maybe, man. I'd have Locatelli, but no point fooling for these rumours. As I say, the dream is free. The Arsenal is sold separately, man. I'm all for these names and discussing it and things like that. But yeah, man. If you need a sporting director for your FPL team, hold on, my guy. I need that immediately. My FPL team's done out here. I didn't change it again. Wait, is this another game week? You can change it today, innit? I'm patterning after this. I'm patterning after this. Newcastle should make top eight this season. I have them seventh for now. Bro. Newcastle's going to come stress out the whole league. Appreciate that, Riley, man. 50,000 subs and long may it continue. Appreciate you lot on YouTube and Twitch. We'll soon get to 10K on Twitch. Uh, regarding YouTube, the journey's now to 100, isn't it? You got to half six. Yeah, yeah, I'm patterning. I'm patterning. I got lie. I think I have to change up my whole team. Don't know how I'm going to do it, but I need Harlan now, man. He had his blank. I know Harlan's back. So, yeah, man. My team is stressed, but I might just give up. I don't think I've changed my team in like two, three weeks now. And I I got complacent, man. I saw myself fourth in, in the league with you lot. I was third in my private league. I thought, you know, I'm the real, real gaffer. Forgot about it. Rubbed out now, innit? Let that be a lesson to Arsenal. Don't get complacent. Don't think you've arrived. Don't think you've achieved anything. It's not done to the fat lady sings. And if the fat lady was going to sing in May, boy, She's probably stuffing her face somewhere in central London. She's nowhere near doing her rehearsals for her vocals, is she? 
Gakpo has been cooking so far, but I have a nervy feeling that he'll struggle in the Prem. Look how quiet Anthony has been. I don't want another Pepe scenario. I hear that. I think Pe Anthony's just been hot and cold, man. He's had a couple of beauty performances in the Europa League. At times, a one-trick pony, but he looks all right, man. Seems to be breading Ronaldo too much, but what he bagged against us, he definitely scored in another toxic game. It might have been City, so there's something in the lad. I'd love Skriniar, especially because his contracts are running, his contracts running down. But PSG wanted him, the big boys wanted him, so it's peak. Congrats on 50k. We well deserve many more to come. Appreciate that. How close are you to 10k subs on Twitch? We're at 6,300 or something, so 4,000 odd. Over half the way there, but still a lot of work to be done. Gapo looks like he thrives in open spaces. I mean, we're going to get to see across two legs now what he's really on and Javi Simmons. On the Trent scenario, if you compare him to a Danny Alves and not a conventional right, right back, is he not world-class? I mean, I do think, well, you could say, yeah, but I don't think he's nowhere near Danny Alves. Even Trent, when he's playing well, he's nowhere near Danny Alves. He's definitely a hallmark in the prem in, in the Premier League, and in, he's definitely goes down as a legendary fullback. But nowhere near Daddy Alves, nowhere near the best fullback I've seen in my life, man. There's so many fullbacks, even those that he's more blessed than going forward that I'll take ahead of him. I'm taking Lama ahead of him, taking Prime Marcelo over him, taking Prime Danny Alves ahead of him, uh, taking Casello ahead of him, probably taking Reese James ahead of him, taking Ashley Cole in his prime ahead of him, and anyone Italian. No disrespect to Trent, I think people need to lay off the lay off the geezer, man. If we stay four points clear into the World Cup break, we need to reinforce in Jan to push this all the way through. We need depth. Gapo is an okay winger, but I would take other wingers over him. Some people said Bo Holding played well against Glint. I wasn't that convinced. Think we need better stills. Waiting to see Tommy centre back for us, but will it ever happen? It might be. A move for Griezmann. 20 years too late. It's like Zaha now, man. Them ones there, it's gone now, bro. Should have done that time ago. Griezmann should have come before Sosia, dad. Or when he was at Sosia, dad. And that. And I think he famously spoke about that, how he was he was en route to Arsenal and for whatever reason, it didn't bang in it. So, he's going to have to hold that one. Well, not quite a party replacement, but I wouldn't mind Moses Calcedo at all. But again, you're going to have to brighten a notoriously difficult bid. Um, difficult to do bid with bid business with so you're gonna have to put the cash down really if you want them and you if you have an appreciating asset like Calcedo off the back of losing Cucurella and, and Basuma you're not gonna be in a rush to let them go are you so you have to pay them what they think he's worth which could be a lot of bands really what link is this that you sent I bet this is at Gabby Jesus That's a good thing. Arsenal compared to the same corresponding fixtures last season. Fair enough. Expected goals against and goals against is lower. Expected goals is up and goals is actually up. So, yeah, man, you can see less. All that tells me, this fancy graph tells me, my guy, if you score more goals and concede less and win games, you should be all right. I've offered my... Felix is overpriced and overrated, a bit harsh. Someone's comments gone. Where's that comment? Oh, yeah, here you, here you go. What's your thoughts on Saka being eighth last night after carrying Arsenal back to Europe? I think he should have been at least fifth, but is what it is, man. Was Denilson a baller? No. He was shit. Scored one, two good goals at a wave. He celebrated. Denilson was shit, fam. Like, what the fuck? Pardon my French. Denilson was meaty, man. Crazy meaty. 
He was robbed, man. Denilson was mad robbed. If we finish second or third this season, I really do think we can attract the players like Bellingham, etc. I hope so, man. DG, ancient history already, but any word on the Hendo-Gabby clash? Last we heard is, where I'm pretty sure you was there, where FA are investigating. Apart from that, crazy. Austin Tusty looks like he's doing decent. You know, playing in three at the back, composed, even scored a couple of goals. Likes to bring the ball out from the back well, but ah, I'd rather just bring in another centre-back. Hit the lone circuit again. There's no slightly. Denilson was rubbed, man. Sa Saliba, Saka, Gabby, new contracts are huge. Chamak or Denilson? I'd rather Denilson. Chamak, original dream seller. Original dream seller. Chamak is where I learned. Never listen to them experts because they were telling me, oh, he's lit. He's this, he's that. I'm sure I went Emirates Cup that summer and he was moving lit. And then I went to the first or that season, the first or second Emirates game, <clears throat> whichever one he played. Like, nah, man. He frauded me. He had the hair, the, the gelled hair. He had the vapors. He was meaty. Wenger and, and Ferguson used to get a crazy tune out of some mediocre players, man. Testament to both the gaffers. I wouldn't mind Yusuf Fafana from Monaco. That'd be a good addition, shrewd addition for the squad. Any idea about Mudrick? You don't put the 50, 60, as we've seen today, million euros. You don't get the man in it. Simple as that. Is he worth it? I don't know. If, we're, if we had to pay 60 euros, million euros for anyone, I don't think you would get him, but I'd rather put it down for that. What's that lad at Napoli? I can't say his name. It begins with a K. We've all seen him. Everyone's waxing lyrical about him. The Georgian you plays on the left. He looks more lit to me than Mudrick, if I'm honest. He looks like there's more layers to his game than Mudrick, really. He looks like he should get the hype Mudrick is getting. Yeah, Drake's just sort. He's a bizzle, man. He just puts on any club shirt, man. Got no loyalty. Saka will be looking at Foden's new contract. We need to give the boys the money. Ozu and Aubameyang got what they wanted. True, but we ain't got City money, so I do think he'll get a bread. But he's right to, you know... He, he, Saka could sit there for his contract and say, listen, out of all the young players in the world, I finish eighth. I, I know it's a team collective effort, but I'm pulling this I'm pulling this club in my own way forward. Since we signed a new deal, which was like 2020 or something like that, I've got better. I'm an appreciating asset. You want me to stay? I want to stay. You know, simple as that. <laughs> bon Madrid get Neres or Chossa instead. Yeah, fam. Will buying a lot of these players restrict the growth of Walter, Swanson, Coffee, Ethan, Aziz, Patton? Like at all clubs, yeah. But apart from what? Two of them names. But it doesn't really matter, really. We need to win today. If them not do it, it's calm. You know I can't say his name. Karachasevskila? I can't say that, man. No disrespect. It's the truth. I need to hear it on the commentators. Is the truth. The way his season is going, looking at a young 60-70. And there'll probably be a period in the season where his performances in terms of goals and assists flatten out. But yeah, man, I hear that, man. Feel sorry for the Nielsen. He was a young kid that moved to England on his own and was homesick. But I still don't think even if, even if his family came, he would be good. He was a risk that went wrong. Amen. He was just meaty, man. We got the Nielsen, but he was, he, was, he was rubbish, man. Come on now. He was proper rubbish. I'm sorry. He was rubbish. We used to have a lot of rubbed ons them times there, but he was rubbed, man. He was rubbed, he was rubbed, he was rubbed, man. We did the right thing. We got out of that one, eventually. So, yeah, it is what it is in that regard, still. General thoughts. If you're not following on Twitch, make sure you are, people. More will be watching Spurs, man, United. 
what other things have we got here? I wouldn't mind Gomez if you're talking about... Are you talking about Gomez of, of Liverpool? But he signed a new deal there, and so you don't really want to leave. Jenkinson or Bellerin. Respect Bellerin. He's way better than Jenkinson, bro. That whole Nielsen team. Arsenal have had some gutter players, man. We've had some extravagant footballers, but we've also had some players out the gutter, man. Like Danielson, Scalacci. He barely played, but Park. Rio, uh, that Rio guy, the Japanese winger. Cedric Suarez, Marie, you lot are getting thrown in that. And there's bare players that, are, that have just been erased from this thing. I don't even know, really. But yeah, man. On that note, though, people, we've been here for an hour and 24 minutes. I don't want to bore any of you lot. As usual, first things first, appreciative to all the support you lot give my content and all the questions you've got in, whether you're on Twitch or YouTube. Please make sure you're hitting your notifications, you smash the like button, you're subscribing. If you're on Twitch, you're checking the schedule, etc., etc. Sano, these must have been money. Him, Rio, Miyachi, and that park striker is money laundering. Sonogo must have just, I don't know what Sonogo did. He just committed fraud, man. I don't know what he was on to get that, but... Yeah, on that note, people, Andre Santos, big dad. You know, I leave him alone because he was robbed. But at least he scored against Chelsea in a bookie victory, if I remember correctly, or something, isn't it? So I'll leave him alone. Anyone that scores or turns up against Chelsea, anyone that up of my up is a friend, man. The new Aguero, that's bugging out. But yeah, man, one love, folks, man. As usual, I'll be live again tomorrow. Uh, Wednesdays is football manager day, so definitely at one between either 11 30 or 1 30. Make sure you're just having a butcher's. I'll be live to speak Arsenal or anything. Uh, 4 30, we play FM Thursday. I don't think we're doing a watch along. Stay tuned for announcements. We'll definitely do late night on Wednesday. If I don't, we'll do a reaction stream and we'll talk about it on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. I think United are playing Chelsea, so we'll be doing a watch along. It's Arsenal, Southampton. So, yeah, man, it is what it is. I'll definitely do my FPL team. I need to upload my loan report for you lot and then we're there watch along tonight allow me who's playing man i see meadiness going on allow me man last question which position needs to be strengthened this season so far for me central midfield but you could say center midfield you could say out wide there needs to be options you could say we're playing a dangerous game with fullback and center half potentially maybe even in goal but yeah man you lot stay blessed stay safe on that note i'm out man one love Oh, we're not done yet, yeah. I've been given